Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of Matthew 24, what is often referred to as Jesus' Olivet Discourse. And we're looking at this in conjunction with uh, the parables that Jesus has uh, given to us. And we've seen a parable here in the 24th chapter. We'll see one in the 25th. We spent a good bit of time here looking at the 22nd, 23rd, 24th chapter to see the flow of things, the intensity of things, what was going on. Remember, at the beginning of the 24th chapter, uh, some disciples came to Jesus and they asked him a question. When are these things going to occur and what's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Jesus begins to answer that. Okay, verses 4 through 14, he gives a panoramic overview of the balance of history. Then beginning in verse 15, he starts giving details. He says, therefore... When you see the abomination of desolation, let those in Judea flee to the mountains. When you see this, when you see that. And then I want to pick up at verse 29 and reread what we've already examined. Just watch the big flow of everything. Jesus says this, but immediately after the tribulation of those days, remember Jesus had just told him that there was going to be a time of great tribulation, a great tribulation so bad that uh, even the elect might be deceived if possible idea being that it is not possible, but it's going to be worse than anything that's happened in times past or currently or yet future. This is going to be the worst of the worst. Jesus is very forthright about that. He says, immediately after those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give us light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. When you read the entire chapter, you see that Jesus says then and then and then several times. Now, verse 32 He's going to give some examples. He starts off with a parable, but then gives a couple of examples to give them insight to what he's saying and what's going to occur. Verse 32, Jesus says, Now learn the parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So you too, when you see all these things, recognize that he is near right at the door. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Jesus continues to speak. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like in the days of Noah. For in, as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. So Jesus has given them some examples to understand what the coming of the Son of Man is going to be like. And this all goes back to answering those questions that they'd asked. Coming in the Son of Man, uh, nobody knows when it's going to be. Only the Father knows. The Son doesn't know. The angels don't know. It's going to be what you saw in the days of Noah. 
that life is carrying on. That's what eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. Life is carrying on. Nothing wrong with any of that. But they didn't give understanding to the word of Noah. And so when the flood came, they were swept away. Well, Jesus continues now, verse 40. Then there will be two men in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Now, as I said about the taken away of, uh, in Noah in that account right there, these taken away passages right here get tremendously perverted. You will read uh, uh, commentaries that say that it's the uh, evil ones, the ones who are sinners who are taken away. You read other commentaries that say that it's those who are righteous that are taken away. Uh, people write from the perspective of trying to defend what they believe about the end times eschatology timing. Okay? And so be very careful when you read these things. Uh, I believe he's talking about that the church will be taken away, the church will be raptured, and those will be left behind, the coin of phrase, right? So what's the whole point of this? <clears throat> Why was Jesus sharing all this? Well, he tells us okay, in the next few verses. So don't lose sight of the big picture here. Verse 42, Jesus says, Therefore, well, you got to like that word, right? What does that mean? <laughs> he says, okay, I'm about to reach a conclusion here. Therefore, be on the alert. Now, this is something he's going to start driving home here and over in the 25th chapter. The whole point is, you've asked me these questions right here. You're wondering when this is going to occur. What, I, what he'd said about the uh, temple, every stone being taken down on that. You wonder about what I've been teaching to you, what I've been saying to you. Be on the alert. That's what he's warning them about. For you do not know which day your Lord is coming. Matthew 24, 42. Jesus is saying, be on the alert. Now, he's saying, not saying live in fear. What he's saying is live a life of expectancy. Now, this doesn't uh, support that doctrine of, uh, uh, that says that the Lord can come imminently at any moment and at any time. No, it doesn't say that at all, because there are things that had to take place. Some of them already have, and there's a couple other things that have to take place before the Lord comes. The Scripture is very clear about this. It's also clear about what we're supposed to do. Be on the alert. Well, Jesus doesn't stop there, verse 43. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. So Jesus is just giving an example. He's not saying that the Son of Man is going to be a thief. But the way some of these people think and the way they try to reason through stuff is, is crazy. No, he's just saying, hey, be alert. In the same way that if you knew a thief was going to break in at 3 o'clock in the morning, at 3 o'clock in the morning you would be up and you'd be waiting to defend your place where your house would be broken into. So verse 44, Jesus says, For this reason... You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Well, that's an interesting phrase because you can interpret that in several different ways, and I can defend it in a lot of different ways, actually. Here's what we know. We need to be on the alert. We know that the Son of Man is going to be coming. We don't know when the Son of Man is coming. Only the Father knows that. We do know that it says that he's coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Does that mean that he's coming at an hour where everything looks great and everything looks wonderful and all is well? 
so you're not expecting him to come? Or does it mean that he's coming at a time to where things are so horrific and everything is just so bad that you're not thinking the Lord's going to come? You know, two extremes right there. I don't know. I just know it says this. For this reason, be ready. For this reason, be on the alert. The Son of Man is coming, and he's going to come at an hour when you may not think that he's coming. But he's coming. Don't live in fear of that. If you live in fear of the coming of the Son of Man, then you're probably not in the right relationship with him. <laughs> and you need to get in the right relationship with him. We are called to a life of faith. We're called to a life of boldness, not a life of fear. We're to call, we are called to live in that way until he comes. He is telling them and telling us, be ready. Be on the alert. The Son of Man is coming. So what question do I have of you? It's obvious. Are you ready? Do you live on the alert? Are you ready for the return of the Lord? Again, I'm Dale. I thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.